You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Did I do that? Hello and welcome to the Nerd Dad Podcast. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 5, 10, 15 minute visit. How you been? How you been? I've been busy as hell. My, I don't know what it is about uh, my current work situation, but uh, we are busy. And I actually, I have a theory here. I think it's because more things are opened up. More people are inclined to take their vacation time. Work gets filtered out. Work gets spread out a little bit more. Uh, Last year, I found it was uh, relatively easy um, around the office all year long. And I think that's because people kind of hoarded their vacation or they took it one day at a time, extra long weekend here and there. Uh, this summer, I'm noticing a lot more full week vacations, so we get another Friday podcast. Hope that's okay with you. Uh, gonna talk like mental health and parenting this week. Uh, two separate issues, but um, I, I think we'll have fun with it. So the first thing I want to talk about is uh, the mental health aspect. Simone Biles. Uh, withdrew from the Olympics this year. Uh, not entirely. She competed, and then she said, I need to step back and worry about my mental health. It's it's not good right now. And, of course, a bunch of old white men decided to criticize the shit out of her. I saw one tweet that said, Michael Jordan never quit Game 7 because of mental health. And, of course, people very quickly pointed out Michael Jordan never played in a Game 7, but I knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to be a dick. He was trying to be a dick with that tweet. I don't have the kind of courage that Simone Biles has as someone who struggles with his mental health and has talked very openly on this podcast and various uh, programs about it. I wish I had an ounce of her courage. I could not imagine not attending a an important meeting because I wasn't feeling it. And that's not meant to sound like criticism. That is admiration. I wish when I wasn't feeling it, I had the courage to say to my boss, I can't do it today. My head's not in the game. Something's off. I don't feel right. I got to work through this before I can give you what you need. But I don't have that courage. (laughs) I suffer during those meetings and I suffer in those, in those, uh, in those instances. And then it affects me elsewhere. Maybe I don't want to play with my kids as much. Maybe I'm not as attentive to my wife that day. Because you you can't ignore the feelings. They come out elsewhere. They just they just seep into something else. Maybe you become an alcoholic. Maybe you start taking drugs to kind of take the edge off. Um it it, it will come out. So for her to recognize them 
acknowledge them, and then be prepared to face the criticism and backlash that she's faced um, is honestly heroic. And for those who struggle with mental health, you know, she became an, an, an icon for another reason. Taking care of yourself is super important. Because when you take care of yourself, you can take care of others and your life around you. Um, with with the full vigor and excitement and joy that life should bring. But if you're not taking care of yourself, it's hard as hell. So, my two cents on Simone Biles. She's a goddamn national treasure. And uh, she should be treated as such. What she did was incredible. And if I didn't want to expose my bald head, I would take my cap off and tip it to her. But uh, thank you, Simone Biles, for taking a stand. That was very impressive. All right, next up. (laughs) We're going to talk about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. They've been in the news a lot recently. I don't know why, but they have. Uh, The first thing was... Uh, it was revealed that Ashton Kutcher gave up his seat on, I think, the Branson uh, rocket to space. Because Mila said, hell no, you're not going. We got a family here now. You have to think about, what if that shit blows up? I ain't raising these kids alone. And Mila Kunis is a movie star. <laughs> she has got all the money in the world. She probably has a support system with nannies and helpers and da 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 And she still said, no, I'm not doing this alone, air quotes. And Ashton said, yeah, that makes sense. That's, uh, you're right. I should look, look, take care of my family first. I love this whole dynamic. I love how relatable uh, this scenario is. Because I know that even when I used to play hockey, um, my wife was worried about my safety. And when I did get a concussion, uh, she was super concerned about my safety and making sure I was taking as many precautions as I can. I cannot imagine her saying or saying to her, I'm going to go to space. She would have shut that shit down way faster than Mila Kunis. <laughs> it was just a weird story I wanted to talk about. The other thing I want to talk about with the... I, w- I wish they had the same last name so I could say the Kutchers or the Kunises, but the Kutcher Kunises. Neither one is a good last name. Can we acknowledge that? Kutcher and Kunis are not good last names. The other thing that came out this week was uh, their bathing habits of their children. So they were on the uh, the armchair podcast, armchair expert podcast with Dak Shepard. And they basically said that we don't wash our kids every day. Uh, Kunis said she grew up without a lot of hot water. So she has never been in the habit of showering very much. Um, and they have two kids, Wyatt and Dimitri. And Kunis said they, they, ne- they never really bathed their newborns. They they weren't the type of parents that, you know, bathed them every day. And otherwise, they kind of just make sure that they wash the essentials is how they phrased it. And Kutcher said that 
he himself washes armpits and crotch daily and nothing else ever. So look, um, where do you stand on this? <laughs> like, my wife is a, a bit of a germaphobe, I will say. She's not a germaphobe, but she leans that direction. Uh, so hand washing, showering, um, uh, Lysol, all of that is a daily routine in our household. And I don't mind it. I like having, honestly, I could have two showers a day. I find them refreshing and I feel, feel good after them. But to come out, like my kids are filthy. Your kids are filthy. All kids are filthy. They're picking their nose. They're playing in the dirt. They're touching things. They're crawling around. They're not taking basic precautions uh, for germs. And during this whole COVID thing, this is a weird time to be admitting your your hygiene standards aren't aren't up to par. The whole thing's a little odd. And then, but again, for kids, I get if you're like. I don't want to bathe my kids every day. It's a nightmare. They fight me. So as a result, we do it three times a week, four times a week, five times a week, because I don't want to fight them. But then Kutcher comes out and is like, yeah, I just wash my armpits and crotch, which <laughs> if you're a George Carlin fan, and I am, trust me, I own every book. I've seen everything. Carlin had a book where he, or uh, a bit where he talked about hygiene. And he said, the only things I wash every day are armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. Some days, to save time, I use the same brush. And and Kutcher was this close to quoting Carlin. Um, I, I, I don't get this one. I don't get this one. Uh, I think kids should be washed. I think they should be cleaned. But I'm also not going to be one of these parents online who is saying that's child abuse or whatever the hell people are saying about how disgusting it is. Um, it's their choice. They're saving money. They're saving the environment. They're super rich. They can do whatever they want. Um, I think I'd be more upset if they were saying we washed our kids three times a day. If they were like, we, we, we make sure we have our kids shower three times a day. I'd be like, oh, something wrong with those people. But if they say we don't bathe them every day, I'm kind of like, all right, that makes sense. Kids are, kids are tough. Uh, but I assure you, when those kids hit 13, those showers will be running because teenagers stink. It's time for shit you may have missed. The Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer came out and uh, it might be too scary for me. Um, it looks like they're going the, uh, the more suspenseful route. And, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it if they, if the reviews come out and that's the, that's the approach. I don't like scary movies and I know we're talking about Ghostbusters, but I don't like scary movies. I don't like the feeling of being afraid. I don't like being nervous. Uh, I have enough of that just existing. So. If the reviews come out and it turns out it's a fun throwback to the original, awesome. I will be there. But if the trailer is any inclination, it might be a little too scary for me. 
Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney Plus over the simultaneous release of Black Widow in theaters as well as on the streaming platform because it affected her ability to bonus because there was a whole bunch of bonuses tied to theatrical release and box office draw and yada, 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 yada. Now, there is some precedent here. I want to say her name is Gail Godot. I don't really know. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman uh, had the same problem. She sued Warner Brothers for releasing uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on uh, HBO Max as well as theaters. And she sued to say, you prevented me from getting additional bonuses. And they topped her up with $10 million. So Scarlett Johansson is going after that Wonder Woman money. And uh, good honor. She's right. If you were told your bonus is tied to a theatrical release, and then they decide to not do an exclusive theatrical release, you can't possibly reach your bonus. So they'll settle this in court. And also the timing of this is fun because it's now like all but confirmed that Scarlett Johansson's done with the Marvel universe. So she can absolutely bite the hand that has fed her for the last 10 years. Good honor. And finally, LeVar Burton hosted Jeopardy for the first time this week. Now, for those of you who have been following along, you know I'm a big Jeopardy fan. And uh, initially, I thought this was a home run for Ken Jennings to take over the role. But after seeing the type of people that have come through, I no longer think that's the case. For LeVar Burton, he was an added guest host after a fan campaign encouraged them to give him a shot. And I watched the first two, I think, so far. I PVR them, so I watched them throughout the week. Um, I will say he's amongst the top tier uh, of probably viable candidates. I still think Mike Richards might be the one of the most viable. Um, I would love Anderson Cooper to do it. I don't think he's going to, but I, he's probably the best one because he's so likable and he's personable and he's great with the contestants and yada, 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 yada. Um, but LeVar... Uh, very well spoken. I think I do think representation matters. So I think having a person of color on the show in a a show based upon knowledge, I think it matters to people, and I think it I think it could influence. Um, so I'm I'm all for that. My stomach just grumbled. I hope the mic didn't pick that up. If it did, you heard my stomach grumble. I'm hungry. Uh, but yeah, he's fine. The only criticism I had was during the first half of the first episode, I think his nerves were getting the best of him. So he kept making this like lip smacking, like. And I, it, it, his, he kept making this weird movement with his mouth. And I think the mic kept picking it up. So uh, after the commercial break, it stopped. So I think someone gave him a drink of water. Maybe the nerves came down, but it was uh, it was weird at the beginning and it went away because that is the level to which I am criticizing and critiquing these guest hosts of Jeopardy. I'm listening for every potential for a lisp. I'm looking for inflection, tone. I'm looking at it all. Uh, and so far, LeVar is in that top tier with uh, Mike Richards and, uh, and Anderson Cooper. Everyone else has kind of been meh fine but those uh those three have have stood out to me so i hope it's a lavar if it's not i hope it's mike richards 
I would love it to be Anderson. Again, I don't think that's possible. I just don't see him giving up his current job to take it. But uh, that's it. Thanks. That's the episode. That's it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back week after week after week after week to hear my smoking hot takes. I don't give hot takes. Uh, I, I provide um, I provide odd critique. <laughs> I don't give I don't give smoking hot takes. I give odd critique. I like to try and point out uh, some things that piss me off, some things that frustrate me, um, and just some weird shit. That's that's what I'm here for, I think. I think that's what I'm here for. Uh, thank you, the listener, the viewer. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for clicking. Thanks for sharing. Please continue to do so. It's the only way I grow is through you. Uh, uh, is through the support that you have given me. Uh, is the only way I grow. So please continue to follow, share, tweet. Spread the word, tell a friend, leave a review. Uh, any of those things are greatly beneficial as I continue to try and grow this out and uh, and make something of that nerd dad. I think it's fun and uh, I think uh, I, I appreciate it. So, of course, hit me up over on deanblundell.com. Follow them, youtube.com slash deantube as I keep promoting the hell out of them until they get to a thousand subscribers and I'll ease up on their Dean tube, but follow them for now. Uh, and of course, finally, thanks, but not least to blue microphones, blue microphones powered by blue. I wouldn't sound this good if it wasn't for them. Uh, thank you so much. Blue microphones for the, uh, the sponsorship and the incredible recording equipment. It makes me sound awesome. Uh, just looking over my notes here. I don't have anything else for you. I think we're good. Be well, be safe, and uh, we'll talk next week. Thanks for listening. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.